This episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western is the leading provider of venture debt and banking services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Brex. Designed specifically for venture-backed startups, Brex is the perfect corporate card for fast-growing companies. Head to brex.com and sign up with the promo TFR to get waived card fees for life. Welcome to the podcast about investing in startups, where existing investors can learn how to get the best deal possible. And those that have never before invested in startups can learn the keys to success from the venture experts. Your host is Nick Moran, and this is The Full Ratchet. This is episode one of The Full Ratchet. I'm Nick Moran, and if you've just found the podcast, thank you for giving in a listen, and welcome to the world of startup investing. Whether you're a current investor, you aspire to get involved, or you just want to learn more about venture investing, this is where we talk startups from the investor perspective. Whether this is the first episode you've heard or you found the show through another interview, thank you for giving it a listen. Uh, This is the very first episode, and I will not have a guest on the show today, so we'll keep things shorter than usual and just focus on three things. First, why am I doing the podcast? Second, what we will cover on the show. And finally, what can you expect as a listener? So why am I doing the podcast? The reality is that Shark Tank is not how this actually works. It's very unusual to strike a deal with a startup upon the first meeting. And what you don't see on the show are materials provided to the investors and hours of negotiation that actually occur. Now, I love the show, and I've certainly picked up some strategies for structuring and negotiating deals. That said, there is a breadth of knowledge that the successful startup investor needs to be aware of that is not addressed on the show. When I first got involved in startup investing, it seemed like this mysterious field with almost an intentional lack of transparency. I read a number of books, but found it very difficult to find resources that could break things down and provide simple answers to questions like, who are the key players in the industry? How are angels and venture capitalists different? What should one consider when evaluating a startup for investment? Uh, Where do investors find startups to invest in? And what are the most common deal structures and when should each be used? In the grand scheme, these were just the basics. There are many areas that angel and venture capital investors need to focus on to be successful. And the more I learned going through this as an angel investor, the more questions I seem to have. So naturally, I started connecting with people in the area that had a lot of experience doing this, And it was like the curtain was being pulled back. Like anything, I learned the most by meeting with experienced practitioners and immersing myself in the startup environment out here. Every chat over coffee or phone call was a great crash course in real startup deal experience. So I figured, why not start recording the meetings and help others like me accelerate the learning curve? Another big motivation for the podcast were friends of mine. I've got a group of friends that have been interested in startup investing, always talking about tech and early-stage companies, but never had the right opportunity to get involved on the investment side with someone they trust. Many are active investors in the stock market, and while money can be made there, a common critique is that no value is being created with their investments. So in the public markets post-IPO, for instance, with the New York Stock Exchange, uh, the majority of value is transferred from one investor to another when a stock is traded. That capital does not get returned to the company to create value or invest in R&D. Where in the startup world, investments go directly to the companies, allowing for value creation and growth. 
So it does afford the potential for a win-win in that it can be good for the investor and good for the company. Additionally, I've asked many peers and active investors who have not entered the startup world why they haven't. And typically what I hear are the common stigmas of venture investing. That it's this overly risky, black box, illiquid asset class that's just a roll of the dice. And while that can be the case, I've learned that there's a discipline to evaluating and structuring investments that has evolved significantly in the past decade, and that some practitioners execute it very, very well. Uh, There are also a number of regulatory changes and startup platforms emerging that may fundamentally change both the transparency of information and potentially even the liquidity of investments. And of course, by liquidity, I mean the transactability of investments, i.e. investors' ability to get money in and get money out. And just like the startup industry itself, the startup investment industry is dynamic and changing fast. So I think it's important for us to innovate, learn from each other, and try and stay ahead of the curve so that we're not approaching a modern startup industry with an outdated investment philosophy. Okay, and so the final reason I'm doing the podcast is this is just a really exciting space to be in. If you're thinking about getting involved, I promise you'll never be bored. Uh, You get to work with some of the most brilliant, inspiring founders out there, and if you're disciplined with your approach, you can make money doing it. Now, as a practitioner or a professional investor looking to do this as a career, Are you going to make the kind of money that big hedge fund managers make or traditional private equity firms? Probably not. The reality is that fund sizes for hedge funds and traditional PE can be in the billions, where venture funds typically top out much lower than that. But even though there's not as much money in the industry side of venture investing the way it exists today, there's still plenty of money to be made as an investor if you make the right bets. And I personally think it's a much more fun, exciting, and inspiring place to be than the public stock markets. Not to mention how much startup investing has changed due to the pace of innovation and the ability of companies to scale. Uh, Take, for instance, GE, which went public in the late 1800s. It took over 100 years to reach its peak in value around 2000, and is currently trading at a market cap around $267 billion. Whereas now you have companies like Google going public in 2004, and at a current market cap of $377 billion. So in less than 10 years, over $300 billion of value has been created. While GE and Google are not similar businesses, we can directionally get a sense for how quickly companies can scale and grow relative to their, quote, most innovative company counterparts of the past. All right, enough of the why I'm doing this. Let's move on to what we will cover. The plan for the podcast is to be informational and educational. Uh, There are plenty of other outlets that focus on current events and news in the space and do so thoroughly. That will not be the focus here. The focus will be on how to do this and how to do it well. For every topic we cover, I will bring in a guest that has unique and valuable knowledge on the subject. I'll try and keep things conversational and get as much insight into their philosophy as possible. Uh, So far, I've found many people that are extremely generous with their time and their knowledge and have a great way of breaking things down. So I'm going to try and keep getting guests like these. Uh, From a timing standpoint, I'm going to try and keep things under an hour, and we'll be releasing one episode per week. Okay, Uh, final topic today is uh, who's the show designed for and what can you expect as a listener? Uh, In general, whether you run a venture fund, currently do angel investments, or you're just interested and want to learn more about startup investing, then this should be a good fit. 
Uh, there's a wide range of folks that do startup investing from the career venture capitalist all the way to the casual angel investor that does it as a hobby for fun. Regardless of where you fit in, the topics we cover should provide some value. We're going to start with the basics and progressively move on to more involved topics while I do my best to keep things in a logical order. And as you can expect, uh, you're going to hear from practice professionals in the industry and get their insights into how they do this successfully. Uh, in the limited time I've been meeting with folks so far, I've been really excited about the lessons and advice they've shared with me. So hope it resonates with you too. My objective is to help you find more opportunities, size them up quickly, and have greater confidence in both your yeses and your noes. Uh, if you're losing sleep because you're unsure about an investment, I hope we can help you move forward or move on from that investment confidently. And by facilitating, I plan to keep learning and improving in these areas myself. Um, of course, there are many interested in startup investing, but don't have the time or interest in sourcing and structuring deals. If this is the case, or if your strategy is to find someone who does this professionally and has a compelling approach, you will get exposure to a wide range of practitioners and venture fund managers that I have on the show, each with their own unique philosophy on early stage investing. Uh, you'll hear this phrase in the venture investment world, we bet on jockeys, not horses. Essentially, they mean that they're prioritizing team and the founder more so than technology or market. And there are some that want to go a level above that. So staying with the horse analogy, they want to bet on the trainer instead of the horse or jockey because the trainer is selecting, coaching, and developing both the horse and jockey. So they're looking for the Bob Bafferts or young innovative trainers of the world to align themselves with. The real message here is that regardless of one's personal investment strategy, whether that be direct investments or a venture fund, we will cover how to do each so that you're avoiding the shotgun approach and employing more of a rifle strategy. All right, so what not to expect? Recommended investments. I'm not going to tell you specific startups to invest in or urge you to make an investment. The decision making is yours and yours alone. We're just going to cover the tools and thought processes that should inform those decisions. Okay, a little bit about me. I'm a full-time startup investor based in Chicago, Illinois. My wife and I moved back here a year ago after spending a number of years moving around the States for my job. So I'm just coming up on a year doing this and couldn't imagine doing anything else, really. Previous to this, I did product development, management, strategy, and mergers and acquisitions for a large, aggressive multinational company. In the future and coming episodes, we may get more into my background and how it drove me into the startup investing space. But the short answer is, while I was there, I learned an involved process for evaluating early stage companies and technologies, and I just really wanted to apply it for myself. My brother and I have a small family fund uh, called Moran Capital Partners. He's an IP and antitrust attorney here in Chicago, uh, which helps tremendously when evaluating the patent side of things with startups. And in general, we focus on early stage companies where we typically invest between 25K to 100K. And in certain instances where there's a deal that appeals to our network of high net worth interested investors, we allow them to tag along at our negotiated terms. All right. I have to mention that I've never done a podcast or hosted any type of show for that matter. So bear with me on the technical issues and challenges early on. I hope this is fun, conversational, and informative. And I'm committed to getting great guests to discuss valuable topics for us all. Uh, speaking of which, if you have an idea for someone I should interview or a topic that you'd like to hear about, please jump on the website. It's fullratchet.net. 
Uh, there you'll find a link where you can suggest speakers and topics for the show. Or if you're a practitioner and you're interested in being interviewed, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, also on the website, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter. I promise not to spam you with email. It's just a once-a-week letter of valuable info on venture investing and the show. Uh, if you're interested, you can also follow me on Twitter. My handle is at the full ratchet. Uh, so look out for my first interview. It's on the topic intro to the venture industry with Chris Yeh of Wasabi Ventures. Uh, should be a great guest to kick things off, and I hope you give it a listen. All right, that's it for now. Thanks for listening, and always remember, over-prepare, choose carefully, and invest confidently. See you next time. This episode of TFR is brought to you by Brex. Your startup is going to change the world, and the right corporate card will get you there even faster. The Brex corporate card for startups offers 10 to 20 times higher limits than traditional corporate cards, automated expense tools, and huge rewards like four times points back on travel, three times back on restaurants, and two times back on recurring SaaS spend, and all with no personal guarantee. Sign up at Brex.com and get waived card fees for life with the code TFR. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Assure. For over three years, Newstack has been raising capital on a deal-by-deal basis, allowing individual investors to select each startup investment. Assure is the company behind the scenes that powers this process. When we have 10, 20, or 30 angels investing in a startup, we can't put all those folks directly on the startup's cap table. So those investors are rolled into a special purpose vehicle that occupies just one line item on the cap table. And Assure handles all ongoing fees, finances, and K-1s for us. We pay a one-time upfront fee and avoid all the required yearly admin filings and bills. If you run an angel group or you would like your LPs to invest in deal-by-deal sidecars, go to assure.co slash TFR for 20% off your first SPV. And this episode of TFR is brought to you by Pacific Western Bank. Pacific Western specializes in providing financial services to startups, growth stage companies, and their investors, helping to navigate financial obstacles by providing access to funds and expertise. Pacific Western's customized products and team of venture banking specialists provides a banking experience designed specifically with startups and VCs in mind. If you run a tech company or if you invest in tech companies, it's strongly advisable that you build a relationship with the folks at Pacific Western. Go to pacwest.com to learn more.